Hedge funds have become a critical part of the investment landscape, but what's most impressive is the range of hedge funds that have sprung up in the last 10 years, focusing on different investment styles, but all pretty much with the same objective in mind, to reduce risk and achieve a target outcome with the ability to be both long and short the market, often using derivatives and leverage to generate higher returns. That's the promise. Many people remain wary of hedge funds, however, for a variety of reasons, whether it's underperformance, high fees, or high risk. Should hedge funds form a part of any well-diversified portfolio? Well, joining us to explore the subject is Murray Winkler, co-founder and portfolio manager with Lorium Capital. Welcome, Murray. Let's dive right in here. Are hedge funds a high-risk investment? And what are the risks and how do you manage those risks? Hi, Karen. Uh, firstly, uh, to label hedge funds all as high risk um, is quite misleading. The risk profile of hedge funds um, varies depending on the mandate of the fund. Um, so that, that is the key. There are definitely some very aggressive hedge funds that use a lot of re- leverage, but and, and particularly globally. I mean, globally, the industry is $4 trillion, $4 trillion uh, and there are 9,000 different funds and some of them very aggressive, some of them more conservative. South Africa is a lot less funds, a lot smaller, with only 70 billion, so very small. Uh, and the managers in South Africa are conservative by global standards. And from a risk point of view, I think the large managers um, are fairly risk-averse in the way they run their funds. Yeah, so what are the risks really? I guess compared to a long-only fund, a long-only fund, um, you buy your 20, 30, 40 stocks and they either go up or down. The big thing in hedge funds is you have the ability to short. And so you you sell a share and you assume it's going to go down and then you try and buy it back at a lower price and you make money. Now, if you have a long-only share, you can only lose, um, if, if you put 100 rand in, you can only lose 100. Um, in a short, if you go short a share, you're betting it goes down. So if you put 100 rand in, it can go up 100%. It can go up 200% if you get it wrong. So that is one of the big risks in a hedge fund is your shorts. And the other risk is that people are able to use leverage, uh, as you mentioned. And depends how much leverage you put. So you, you're gearing up the fund. So if you gear up too much, your risks can go up a lot. Um, but in South Africa, the gearing levels are pretty low in South Africa. I mean, sort of maybe up to sort of a, a, on average, probably a 40%, a gross gearing ratio of 1.4, maybe 1.5. So fairly conservative. Okay. Hedge funds can be structured to benefit from virtually any market environment. I, I mentioned in the beginning the ability to go either long or short. Is there a particular market environment that's best for hedge funds? Yeah, I'm going to try and sort of narrow it down because, as you say, it can vary to what the mandate of the fund is and how they operate. So they can make money when markets are falling. If they take a view that they're going short, they're very they're worried about markets. So they can position that. You can, I mean, you can have a market neutral fund. We run a market neutral fund, so it's, it's really is a sort of doesn't take a directional view. We run a, a sort of a medium risk fund, which which is sort of 50% net exposure to market, and then a, a more aggressive one that probably runs at about 75% net exposure. So it all depends on the mandate again. But if we look at the markets, and I'm speak just for the South African hedge fund industry, main, which is the bulk of it is sort of, long, I guess, long-short equity, um, a strong bull market, um, which probably like the states that you had for te- for 
I guess, 10, 12 years, the last 12 years or so. That's not a great environment because of very strong returns from the market and beta is very high. And so long only funds can do pretty well. Um, so I would see a sort of a market that probably rising, but uh, albeit modest um, and with a bit of volatility. That, that's probably the best for us would probably be the best market to be in. But, I mean, if we look like for, for this year, a lot of the hedge funds in South Africa have done pretty well. So the market, let's, our market was small down by the end of last month. It's up probably flat year to date now, total return. Um, the hedge funds, when the market was down last year, the average for the index long short was probably about 5 6% up for the year, which was fairly decent against a market that's a bit down. So in, in the sort of this type of environment when there's a lot of uncertainty, vol, um, hedge funds tend to do fairly well. Okay, what about the opportunities that you're seeing in the market at the moment? And what are the factors that are keeping you awake at night? Okay, well, at the moment, um, one of the things, um, South Africa is doing quite well, I guess, because our resource exposure. So we've done better than the U.S., better than the global indices year to date. Sort of our market's flat um, in dollars. We're probably 5% down um, sort of year to date, whereas the U.S. is probably about sort of 8% down. If you look at it's the global indices is 15 to 18% down year to date. So doing fairly well because of resources. We liked on the long box, we like for diversified resources and our banks, the South African banks are doing extremely well. Probably the index up 20 plus percent year to date. And that, that's um, really driven by a strong rebound um, provisions, credit losses a lot lower than expected, and reasonable demand out there. So the bank's earnings are going up this year, sort of 20, 25%. Dividend yields at sort of 7% or so looks quite good. Diversified resources is also the, I mean, we look at Glencore and, and Billiton um, have been doing very well. So we still think in the inflation environment, resources do quite well. And then also on the small cap side, there's been a lot of corporate action, which plays into hedge funds. So RMI um, and bundling, you're able to go along of the RMI. There's a big discount, 25% discount in there. And you can short the underlyings, which is momentum and discovery. So by doing that, you just get the rump. And there have been some very attractive trades on that. RMH has been very good. Sort of they are sort of a cash realization strategy at the moment. Looks pretty good. And a lot of the mid-cap space, there's been quite a bit of corporate action. So that's where one's finding a lot of opportunities in the market. And SA relative to global as a whole, the domestic side, um, valuations are, we think, better than the global. So that, that's been working pretty well. And the factors that keep you awake at night? I think really if we think South Africa, which is the bulk of what we do, um, the big issues I think from a global perspective is um, the commodities because commodities, I mean, we look at our current account surplus, um, which we had last year, 3%. Uh, as a percentage of GDP. This year, it's probably going to be um, zero or small positive. If you go back the last 10, 15 years, we were running at about minus four. So that's a swing in GDP. So with commodities doing so well, South Africa it flows through the economy and we do quite well. So that's the space we're in relative to a lot of other countries out there. So th the big thing is China, global growth, what's happening in China. We think there's going to be still very big uh, stimulus in the next 12 months coming through, notwithstanding the, all the lockdowns. So that's one of the concerns around global growth and particularly China. So what China does is extremely important for South Africa. So that flows through on that side. I guess everyone talks about inflation rates. Have we peaked in inflation? What do rates do? So what we do know is we don't know where it's going. 
but that's obviously we, we think about it anyway and sort of guesses on that. But I think coming back home, the single biggest thing in the SA environment is there's obviously some structural reform taking place, albeit slowly. Um, but there have been some quite positive moves on the electricity side, on the transport, logistics, um, sort of public-private um, sort of JVs coming into place, which is positive. But there's a key man risk. The one thing that one worries about is, I mean, Cyril. I think it's very important that Cyril gets a second term. Um, so I think it's a high probability um, that that happens. But that, that, that would be one of the big risks out there. But it's, it's a low risk. So you're looking for something to come from left field that, that surprises you. Okay. Give us a few reasons why you think hedge funds should be considered as part of an investment portfolio. I think if we, we just look at the hedge fund industry in SA, which is pretty small, um, if you go back, I mean, we've been in business now since we started our first hedge fund 14 years and the, if you look at the returns and for the industry, if I just think of the top five managers that probably have a decent amount of assets uh, over that period, over the last 10, 15 years, they have done extremely well. They've given returns above the equity market since inception. So, so compound returns well above. And the volatility of those returns has been probably ranges between 50% of the, let's say, the all share market or the cap swicks to two-thirds of the vol. And then on the downside, if you when you've had drawdowns, drawdowns generally range between in the two big crises, I suppose, we've seen in the last uh, 15 years, the financial crisis and then the COVID crisis. Probably the drawdown for the industry has been literally between one-third and it's a max drawdown from the, the highest price to the lowest price. If you came, if you got out at the worst price, the drawdown for, for the hedge funds is, ranges between uh, 30 and 50% of the market. So they protect you on the downside. They give you equity-like returns, probably better. Well, net, the big guys have been well ahead of that. So we're not saying they replace long-only funds, but we think putting in part of a portfolio, a 10 to 20, 10, 20% allocation makes a lot of sense. The diversification it provides, and on a risk-to-return basis, it will lift up the returns and lower the unit of risk as well that you have in the funds. How much do you think should be allocated to non-traditional assets in a portfolio? Yeah, um, yeah, look, you have the Reg 28, which sort of says hedge funds um, can be at, say, 10% is what they um, should be in the funds. So that's um, from Reg 28. Um, so I think definitely one should at least should be up at those levels. And then obviously for individuals' portfolios, I, I think you could quite easily put that figure somewhere between 10 and 20% of your portfolio. Murray Winkler, co-founder and portfolio manager with Lorium Capital. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank you, Karen.